Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Can You Put Me On Guest List. I hope everybody's well and have had a great start to 2023. I had a little break in January, which was lovely, just to disconnect a little bit. And I am fully recharged, back with the podcast and have loads of really exciting guests coming up over the next few weeks. So I'm so excited to share all of that with you. As from this episode, I am also going to be uploading all of the videos to YouTube. A lot of you have asked before if you can watch the podcast instead of listening to the podcast. And now you can. All you need to do is search for Katie Haley Knight on YouTube and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any future episodes. So if you fancy watching this episode instead of listening to it or listen to it and then watch it, then now you can. Coming up on today's show, I am transporting you to the gorgeous island of St. Martin in the Caribbean or the Caribbean as some Americans would say. I always, I remember the first time I heard somebody say Caribbean and I was like, Caribbean? It's Caribbean. They were like, no, it's Caribbean. Anyway, both are correct. Caribbean, as I would say. We're going to be talking all about the first and only electronic music festival to be held on the island, SXM Festival. We'll be chatting with the founder of the festival, Justin Prince, and vice president of marketing and business development, Olivia Gottlieb. We're going to cover all about how, because I'm so curious how... Julian ended up doing a festival over in St. Martin. How did he end up there? What are the challenges they've come across? Actually, huge challenges because the island was hit with Hurricane Irma in 2017. And then obviously a global pandemic a few years later. So not an easy last few years. We'll also be talking about how the festival has helped grow the local music scene, festival highlights, this year's edition and the lineup and so much more. I really loved talking about this festival because as Julian says in the podcast, it's not just a festival that has been put together to make money and to say, oh, we've set up a festival in St. Martin. No, there's so much more behind it to help improve and support the island in many different ways. So I thought this was a really interesting conversation to have because Sometimes I don't think we really remember or take into account how a festival or an event can benefit the location that it's held in. Sometimes I think we just kind of forget these things and just concentrate on the fact that, oh, there's a festival being held there and this is the lineup. So yeah, I really enjoyed this one and I hope that you do too. This is Justin Prince and Olivia Gottlieb from SXM Festival on Can You Put Me on Guest List. So how are you? You well? Yeah, yeah, super good. I mean, uh, it's festival season. So uh, for us, things are just actually just started the production. Yeah. So, you know, um, it's always it's always exciting. It's the beginning of the new edition. For us, it starts way before the, 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 the you know, the start of the festival. So you're there now. You're in St. Martin now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Got here uh, last uh Last Wednesday, like a week ago. Yeah. Last Wednesday. Oh, Olivia's joining as well. Hi. Hi, Olivia. Hi, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Just there we go. And you guys have decoration. I'm uh I'm like I feel like I'm, I'm 
I'm in the milk box. Julian, <laughs> you are the decoration. Yeah, mm. thank you, we don't need <laughs> anything else. We don't need anything else. <laughs> Absolutely. Are you both well? Is, is that is that a good decoration, like carrot juice? <laughs> I love it. Are they paying for the sponsorship? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sponsored by. Sponsored by my mom. <laughs> oh my god, it's true though. Your mom and yeah, dad. I have your carrot juice, Julian. <laughs> yes, mom. Olivia, where are you? I'm in Montreal, the opposite of Julian's, where he is nice and hot. I was just going <laughs> to say, quite opposite in temperature there. Yeah, yeah. What about you? I'm in Ibiza, and it is absolutely pouring it down with rain. Really? Yeah, I was there. I was there in October, and it was kind of a nice month. Yeah. Um, but yeah, things go a little darker after and rainier. Yeah, we've had actually quite. The, up until now, it's actually been okay. And then, yeah, the last couple of days have just been... And when it rains here, it pours. It's just been like chucking it down with rain all day. But I kind of like it. There's nothing else to do in Ibiza anyway. So. <laughs> but there are parties. There were parties for New Year's Eve, for sure. Yeah, yeah. there was loads happening. Amnesia opened the 30th, opened the 1st. Pasha opened on the 31st. DC10 opened on the 1st. So basically everybody opened. It was really busy, the island, actually. It was nice to see. It was strange because normally it's only just DC10 that opens on the 1st, but this year everybody decided to give it go casinos. It was a weekend, so it kind of worked out well. The Ibiza season isn't as short as it used to be anymore. It just gets longer and longer and it will end up just being all year round. Well, wasn't it when we were there? It was extended, no? Like it used to end in September, now it's October and now it's also January. They're like years, so. Yeah, there's stuff happening all the time, all the time. So thank you for joining me to do the podcast. Thank you for having us. That's very sweet of you. So before we actually start talking about the story behind SXM, can you paint a picture of what the five-day festival is like? Because we're not talking about any kind of festival here. We're talking about a festival on the beautiful island of St. Martin, the middle of the Caribbean. And I'm so curious to know how you ended up doing a festival on St. Martin and how everything began. But before we do get into that, can you describe SXM and tell us what it is that makes it so special? Uh, I mean, ladies first or, you know. <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you, Julian. <laughs> I'll start and then Julian can add his magic because that's, that's what Julian does. Um, so yeah, it's a five-day electronic music festival across the island. What makes it different than other festivals is that we pretty much take over the island. Um, we've been told by many of the locals there that they see a huge change around that week. So a few days before, you know, a few more people wearing black, the hats, <laughs> the style, you know, the fashion style changes. Um, the, the island just all of a sudden is just so busy. We bring so many people to the island. Um, so the goal is to not just have one location. If the island, the island is so beautiful, we want to show it off. So really pick um, very unique venues around the island. Um, so we have eight venues that uh, people travel throughout to experience from Happy Bay, which is our main venue. We take over this beach. It's a one kilometer stretch of secluded beach, two stages. One is right on the beach. One is kind of a little bit more in the jungle style, really close to each other. Um, then we have a villa party, which is known to be the exclusive villa party, VIP only. Nice. One of the top villas on the island. How often can you party with a thousand of your closest friends in a villa with an infinity pool, 
hot tub, you know? So wow. there's that. Um, we, did, we did challenge people to find us a more outrageous villa party yeah. in the world. So. <laughs> and there isn't one. Nobody's come up with one. Yeah. So that that's the, you know, with all the venues that we have, each one has something else that's unique. Our panorama event is at the highest peak, um, the mountain in St. Martin. So, you know, it's every day is different rather than having one venue. You do the same thing for five days. Yeah. Every day you make it what you want. Um, we find that our clientele is a little bit different where they want to be very autonomous. They want to make their own schedules during the day. So some will rent a yacht during the day. Another will go to Pinal Island. Others will just chill at their villa or take a road trip and go into Grand Cass and experience local barbecue. So it really, it's what you want to make it. And uh, we, we help make it happen. Yeah, I mean, to, to add on is what you want to make it, you know, in general, you go to a festival and you have an intention. I don't know. Listen, catch your best DJs, your favorite music, listen to new ones, hook up, uh, you know, whatever it may be. There's so many, everyone has their own little uh, mind between, but, you know, usually a, 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 most of the music festivals, they have a format that's super known, like it's, you know, it, there's a general format to it. in uh, the, the beauty of, of the SXM festival is that there's just so much to do on the island and so many different scenarios you can put yourself into that it can be a different experience every time you want to come. People are like, oh, you know, it's my first time. I really want to do VIP. I'm like, you know, there's so much to do even with like the general admission. Probably you save that for another experience. And then you next time you come uh, with VIP with a villa, first time you come with a hotel and a, and a general admission, uh, probably next time you're, you're going to want to, you know, there's, And yeah. there's just a million things to do. I mean, myself, I've been coming here since 2003, and I cannot say that I've had the same trip like twice wow. because of the of the yeah. number. Of, you know, geographically, Saint Martin is super well um, uh, situated because we're right next to Anguilla, a beautiful mm -hmm. English island, right next to Saint Bart's. Obviously, everyone knows St. Bart's. We're talking like 45-minute boat ride, 10-minute like mini plane flight. Um, and, you know, all the super mega yachts that are that you see across the Mediterranean during the summer, they actually all concentrate here during the winter. Wow. <laughs> like pretty much all of them here. So because of because of the fact that you have, uh, you know, these these uh, ultimate luxury luxury. Uh, items can we call them that um you know the, the the services and the quality of the food and the quality of the product and everything you find here at the fingertips so it's a, it's a place that's um that's that's great for that and also you know it's super accessible you have like two flights a day to go to europe sometimes three a day yeah, and um and you know four flights to new york a day two flights to miami almost a flight a day to montreal or toronto so it's easy to get there Yeah. So it's not it's not just a gathering of people coming to enjoy music from all over the world. You're actually showcasing different parts of the island and making people see what different things that the island has to offer whilst being able to enjoy some of the best DJs in the world, basically. Yeah, for sure. You know, we're all basically, I think Olivia is the only one that never DJed in her life. You know, all of us, have all, like, <laughs> we've, been, we've been doing this for, for since the 90s. You know, it's like we're DJs, music, um, music um, producers. You know, we started raving mid 90s, literally in Ibiza, early 2000s. We were there, the, the first double, not the first, but the, the double, or, or, 
2000 WMCs. And, you know, we were there at the inception of, 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 of a lot of festivals that grew like, you know, the BPM for, for example, you know, and, 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 and we were at Burning Man in 2010. So, you know, all these experiences, they, they kind of built up to influencing yeah. how you, and you put them all into one project. So I think, you know, most of, most of, of, of inventions are two ideas combined together. <laughs> so, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. How did it start then? When did this idea of organizing a festival on St. Martin begin and what were the first steps? The, the, it, it always starts with a crazy idea. And a lot of uh, innocence. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, sometimes when, when if, if you would have known how hard and complicated things would have been, you probably would have not done them. So I'm, I'm happy to be the innocent person here that, you know, just have big dreams. Be like, we're going to do a festival and we're going to bring people onto this island. and It's going to change the face of it. And it's going to better the economy and it's going to be amazing. And then it's like, oh, wow, oh, wow. Wow, fuck my life. <laughs> that shit is hard. But, uh, but it's easy when you're surrounded by amazing people. So the, the story behind it is 2003, um, the 30th of December, I fly in uh, to, uh, to, for the first time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it was New Year's Eve, 30, yeah, the 31st. It was New Year's Eve. And the second I got, like, damn, this place is amazing. It had really good party vibes. Countless beach clubs, uh, you know, obviously accessibility, absolute natural beauty. It's one of the places where nature interacts with with every day, but in a beautiful way. You know, it's like, oh wow, a rainbow. I don't know. It's like the the. It's very luxuriant. You know, a lot of a lot of uh, flowers, a lot of, uh, you know, it's it's just really beautiful. So. But but still, it, it's fun that to have the beauty of it. It's fun that the water is blue and like perfect blue turquoise but you know without accessibility and without the some infrastructures like you know culture of music and beach clubs etc it would have not been possible so all that was there but back then in 2004 2005 2006 for sure i did not have the maturity experience to be able to pull that off once absolutely not but still that's where the idea already came from just by landing there a bit later in 2006 uh i I wanted to try to see if it was possible, but uh, back then no one would travel to uh, to events. Um, you know, there was no uh, there was no, no one. Coachella was just on uh, uh, 2006. We just heard that Coachella had Daft Punk uh, headlining, and the show was dope. And then this is kind of when people said, like, "Oh, Coachella, California, travel." Stop so moving. Coachella kind of you know, started moving things. And then next thing you know, Bonnaroo is there. And next thing you know, you start hearing about all those festivals yeah. popping until Burning Man. Oh, wow. I mean, I've heard, I would, I had heard of it before because some friends had been, but I still haven't thought, oh, I'm just going to go in the desert and eat dust for a week at that point. I didn't know dust was that delicious. I didn't know dust was that delicious either. All right. I had no idea I was loving that much. Um so mm-hmm. move forward to to that point. The project was like it's not possible. No one's going to travel there, and there's not enough local people to support the event. So you know, obviously here people are really much into rumba, soca, reggae, and 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 so that you know, the, it it was not it, it just didn't make sense. So fast forward again, like you know, in the meanwhile we did a bunch of million other things that acquired the experience on top to be able to 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 get closer to the festival to be able to. Not just like imagine we're going to do a party, but to actually be able to to pull it off, you know. Mm. So a million things from 
uh, from DJing, producing to operating bars to promoting in clubs to play, you know, it's like everything kind of led to the point where, and I, I grew up on a, on a, you know, in the hotel business and travel industry. So at the end okay. of the day, it seems that when in, in 20, so, so yeah, so Coachella pops up, Burning Man pops up, people start traveling 2014. I'm like, Ooh, I think it's time. Mm-hmm. So that's it. 2015, uh, January, 2015 started really organizing, building the crew to be able to throw it in, 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 in March, 2016, the first edition. So you started 2015 at the beginning, and then a year later is when you when the first the first one was held. Yeah. Olivia, have you been working with Julian from the very beginning? Um, yeah, I started off. Uh, I was there for the first one, and uh, really came into the team. I'd say on the second one, very different um, vibe and atmosphere. I would say it was very much, um, you know, all planning and, and thinking, and what are we do and what's next and now I feel we've evolved to such a degree that we have it so together it's so tight Mm -hmm. that we're able to all go off and really excel at everything that we do Um, it's taken us all those years I'd say to to really get the formula down Um, so it's been every year has been an adventure people coming in and, and helping us grow this and at the end of the day Julian like I don't know how he does it but it just it just takes guts. I'm saying guts, but we usually use a different word. Mostly when it comes to disco, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, <laughs> you know, like that's that, that should be his title because it really takes that it, for every time that there was, every year there was something else, some other type of, um, I don't know, obstacle. Yeah. That wanted well, to. Even, even just then, the space evolves Every year, it's a different ball game. We have to reinvent ourselves every year, yeah. no matter what happens. Yeah, and I guess from year after year, you just you learn from things that probably didn't work as well, and you change things just just for the better and evolve through through what you see doesn't work in in past editions. I guess absolutely. Well, whatever works, you don't change. But you know, when it comes to a festival, this is what's kind of interesting about it. It's it's pretty much everything that revolves around it, whether it's the people and the professionals you meet along yeah. the way, or you know. The people, uh, you know, just like you, that we're connecting together right now. It, it all, it all, it's it's not necessarily in context of operating the festival, but like it's crazy how it, we, we, you know, discovered amazing new talent in, in so many different sectors of, of, you know, business or music that it's very stimulating to be part of of, a, of an event like that. How many people attended the first edition? Twenty two hundred. 2200 and how many uh which was a lot for a first edition that's it is a lot 2200 is a lot of people for a very first one that nobody's ever attended and on an island where i'm gonna guess there'd never been festivals before oh no no no. there was some bit in the caribbean like i know dominican republic and this but mostly was like resort-based events with clientele that was already there Mm. you know well we can say that playa del carmen is somewhat on the caribbean but it's on land yeah, but uh, I don't know. But even the music itself, like I find from our first year to now, what a change! Like back then, there was a pushback with the music, and now there's all these artists, local artists, that keep the vibe going all year round with electronic music. All these like venues that are playing it. It's it's a norm. Saturday night, you have you know techno and electro at one place, then another place you have underground. 
it's become the norm. And if you ask some of the artists, I speak with them quite often, they're like, it was SXM Festival that really broke through and, and brought it to the island to, to this level. It's like the, the early days of, uh, you know, a, a new destination for electronic music, you know. Um, the, the, it's really like the festival create, like didn't really create the scene because it, it did create the scene, but I don't like to take too much uh, credit for anything because it's often a matter of so many different things for it to yeah. actually give birth, you know, but definitely pushed it forward. Um, and yet we, it started, there was not really um, any electronic music, regular parties. And now there are many, which is, which is, which is amazing. So there, so when people come on the Island uh, out of the festival, like, let's say like, you know, any other month that it's not, they want to come back for a vacation or weekend or whatever, like they still can find, uh, you know, um, electronic music based products, which is great. And every year it's been growing, growing and growing uh, and, and in, in popularity across the island and the, even the you know the locals who are into uh, you know soca reggae they're 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 you know soca is like 140 bpm it's like it's not that strange to to electronic music so they're starting to understand like that this is a global music that is global in terms of disregard your race disregard your culture yeah. disregard your uh your your uh your uh, ethnicity or or um, or, or um, sexual orientation it's the, it's a very very universal music so everyone lo everyone loves it at the end of the day and, and yeah that was actually going to be one of my questions what is the local music scene like in St Martin and how did they react to the very first edition if there wasn't so much of a scene there at the beginning. Was everybody really involved or how was it at the beginning with the the local people? So, so you know, to put on a show, we needed like a sound provider. We needed a light provider. We needed, um, but it was really complicated to find on the first year. You know, the, the, the equipment they had was not really what we were looking for. They did not, you know, some of the operators, it was kind of like, we wanted to offer such like a, 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 a standard in terms of, 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 of production that, you know, we're already used to work with certain technicians. So we, we figured that it was like easier to just bring our crew and just to have the, to have the sonography that we really wanted, you know? Mm. Um, uh, but, uh, but still, I mean, you know, we still found many ways to, to, to collaborate with the communities locally. Uh, you know, for the first year we, we, we had a sponsorship for, uh, for, um, tennis, uh, uh not ping pong, you know, ping pong tables that we had them branded SXM and we made some towels and then we gifted that to, uh, to a school, you know, okay. so that was kind of our first community, community, uh, move that we did. And also, you know, we worked with local providers, you know, to, to clean the beach, to, uh, set up the, the, the to take the seaweed away, to set up the, the you know to, we got some local people to help us but you know the first year happened like in the, like the production was so it, it was so complicated to put together that you know um by we i would say that we started like we started in january you know um so we we didn't even have time to promote it on on saint martin actually mm. so really like back then those 2,200 people were pretty much coming from everywhere else, but the island and people were like, why is there noise on that beach? Like, <laughs> <laughs> What's going on over there? <laughs> we were so busy trying to bring people from, 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 from outside that we didn't even get to bring in people from St. Martin. So 
so the the word came out a, a bit like oh a techno festival and then next thing you know we hire even more people local we have more partnerships with with local companies and you know obviously we get better at at because you need to improve every year but for us it was super important to have good uh, good local um, uh, um, support and and we always believe that you know when the 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 success will be as the success of the festival will rely uh, majorly on um on on getting the locals uh, and the, uh, excited working with local communities and come and 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 to get that support system it will, it's kind of super important that everyone gets involved yeah. but sometimes it takes a little bit of time to find all the 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 right elements and how to put them all together without without you know with keeping the standard of production like you know, it's Absolutely. a very small island. There's eighty thousand people for sure. They're, they they don't have stage managers that do. Uh, yeah. You know all these little things. So you know. yeah. And in terms of uh, like production and uh, equipment and things that you need to set up a stage, do you have that shipped over, or are there places that provide that on the island already, or do you store stuff already for like from year after year? So we started by renting locally and flying things that were not available on the island and every year you know we try to envision what would make sense to invest in and of course so we bought all of our sound mm-hmm. uh, and and you know we, we have many containers now with with some deck with, you know decoration lights electric electric so we're pretty much independent because at first sxm festival was really envisioned to be a nomadic event you know to travel with so let's say you know fits in six containers and we can just go anywhere set up camp and and you know yeah. something like the idea was to really to be like nomadic uh, but for sure we had a couple of uh, bumps along the path <laughs> you know uh, probably we can talk about uh, irma <laughs> it was quite devastation the devastation was like incredible and um and it was quite a traumatic, traumatic experience. I think uh, probably Olivia can can talk about this. You know. Yeah, I, I um, even remember exactly where I was when this happened. It was super unbelievable. We were working on a, a partnership with Yacht Week, and I was away trying to figure logistics and learn what they're doing. And we're sitting in the yacht, and they're they're running through everything. We have these plans, and we have these other people on the calls of what yachts are we going to bring? We're going to do a cool yacht experience. And next thing I know, they show me a picture of all of their yachts destroyed. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think we can do this next year. And, and just in that moment, and honestly, I realized to what degree this is more than a festival to me and to everybody on the team. It's about the Island. Like it was, it felt as if my home was destroyed um, Julian wasn't living there fully at the time. So I know for him, it was, it wasn't just a sadness about, oh no, we can't do the festival or how are we going to do everything? It was, it's not, is it going to be the same? Is it going to look the same? Like, so it was very well, sad. Every time, every time we're struck, struck with adversity, I'm, I'm so proud of us because, you know, like when that happened, we went from like music, organ, uh, festival organizers, you know, and event planners, coordinators and, so whatsoever to like literally uh, um, we we switch our team and we became a, a um, uh, how do you call it? 
Community. We community. Very, very, you know, we started, okay, what do we do? We have to fund money. We have to take care of the kids. We have to. Yeah. So we, we, we turned into like a, a, a fundraiser <laughs> organization yeah. and like a question of minutes for sure. I, I emotionally was really hard. You know, I mean, the way things were going the third year, we're going to sell it out. We had so much win in our sales and, and, you know, you know, when, when there's a, when there's good velocity and traction yeah. and the startup, how things are exciting and you're like, Oh my God, like amazing. Like we had our cards, right. We, We worked so hard, like to the point where we didn't even know our names, you know, like it's crazy how hard we worked and it was out of passion and love. I mean, to be honest, like, I mean, I've never experienced being high naturally before. <laughs> like, I, like I, like I thought creatively working on this XM festival. I mean, I was, it was like, I literally felt high. Like how crazy is that? Like, it's amazing. But, um, you know, Sometimes, you know, literally shit happens and uh, when it rains, it pours and so on and so forth. The island was destroyed. Everyone, you know, we try to push it through forward because we're pushers and we're movers. And, but, you know, it, what happened happened. And now, you know, everything happens for a reason. Uh, now the whole the whole island was re re remodeled, renovated, new apartments, new rental cars, new hotels, new vibes, new restaurants, new clubs, new everything. So everything feels new now. Yeah, mm -hmm. which is like kind of what's good about it but I definitely that, when, when it hurt when the hurricane hit it was de devastating for everyone you know i bet that really brought you a lot closer to the local community as well well i feel that we've been part of it for a while as well you know um and you know every project has to have a bigger uh, a bigger uh, a bigger reason to, to 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 we didn't do this festival to uh You know, the, the idea was not, oh, we're going to get rich or, oh, we're going to be superstars or, oh, whatever, it's going to be cool, we're going to be cool. We, like, that was never the point of doing the festival. First, we're passionate about music. For sure, we have to do it because that's our life. But it was also to promote the island and to, uh, and we know how festivals have an impact on social uh, uh, economy, you know, so on, on local economy. So that was really like the, the, the main motivation was to rejuvenate the island's social uh, image in terms of uh, online and to stimulate the local economy with, with, some, with something different and, and, and with something cultural. So, yeah, that was our motivation. I'm proud that it always stayed that way. Yeah. Mm. When I had the initial call with Olivia about doing this podcast, that was one of the main thing that stuck in my mind from the very beginning. She said, we are a family that love what we do. We work with the local community. And that's why I was really interested in talking to you guys as well, because obviously we know there's so many festivals around the world, but I think becoming part of a local community and having a purpose and the purpose not just being we're going to throw some parties that is the most special thing about it so now i understand everything after what you've just said i, I feel that you know uh, we've always had a mentality of sustainable of being of sustainability i'm sorry to every auditor right now i'm super french so sometimes <laughs> English is like a little shaky. my mom is french and my dad is french so i'm double french Um, <laughs> but um but yeah i mean it, i you know sometimes do you belong to the world uh, mm -hmm. in this cold world but no you know what like i think that you have to have a good purpose and it's it's, it's yeah. a way of acting and sustainability and our decoration sustainability in our relationships sustainability and everything that's a that's kind of a motto that we our do. our big thing is um leave the island more beautiful than the found it I love that. 
I love that. So in everything we do, you know, if we do, uh, a lot of people come in in March and then we'll leave mid-March. But what does it look like when we leave? That's important to us. No trace is one thing, but we do want to leave a trace, a good trace. Right? Good trace. Yeah. A happy trace. Yeah. If you could choose two highlights since the festival started each, which would they be? I know that's a big question because I'm I sure you have so many. I have a highlight every year and Julie okay. knows what the highlight is. <laughs> the last moment of the festival. I live for that. The, the last track being on the stage with Julian and our team, you know, and, and just absorbing the vibes of everybody out there, the really good vibes and just feeling like, first of all, wow, we did it. <laughs> God, um, but also just that moment to share together. We're not always able to be side by side. We work very remotely, um, so coming together to the island is one thing, and then sharing that moment. Um, I just, to me, it's super, super special. And last year, I'd say, and I don't think we got it really well on on camera, which I regret. But Julian, you want to maybe tell that moment what happened with the people? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, that happened quite no last, you know, when you envision a party like that, you envision moments and you kind of work hard to get them. And one of the moments I think we've all envisioned was like people in front of the stage, just like, you know, and and, and just like feel that energy of like perfect like exchange between the front and the, and, and, you know, it's tough to explain, but yeah, people literally were banging on the stage for like 15 minutes at the end wow. of the festival and, and it was like kind of yeah i don't know it's like a project that but they were like one more track they wanted the, the last yeah. track and like but it, it needs to end it's 5 a.m we can't and i remember looking at christelle because she has to make the call and i look at her i'm like just one more and she looks at me and she's like just one more go and you see the crowd just got so excited <laughs> I did that that one track was just gold to them gold to all of us and and that to me was probably one of the top memories of uh, of all the festivals even wow that very last moment i get i know you're all together as well in family and just having that adrenaline rush of we've done it and seeing everybody so happy must be the best feeling ever yeah well this is the only the, i mean i've you know I think that the feelings you have, you the, you you go through in in the in the adventure are very different for 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 everyone, you know. But when you uh, when you organize it, you go. It's like a roller coaster of, and at some point you get all the feelings at once, and you just yeah. don't know how. You know, you're you're happy, you're sad, you're excited, you're 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 nervous, you're and and it all happens in one feeling. It's for me, that feeling and something that I've never experienced, but organizing this crazy beautiful exciting event and that's what i'm grateful for to be able to 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 have these to, to makes me you know when you feel alive doing something it means you're doing the right thing and yeah. um and 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 to me this is what what's special but it's very personal but yeah. in terms of highlight there there was there was there was you know so many i don't, Do know, they, which, I don't know which one to pick you're on the island now can you can you already feel the buzz and the excitement on the island since you stepped foot on it? I think I feel it abroad, to be honest. Really? I really feel it abroad, you know, like, uh, it's funny, like last year, it was such a, you know, we're coming out of the pandemic and we still, we still wanted to organize it. It was a big, 
So anything could have happened. Now a lot of organizers decided, oh no, we're gonna wait till the next year. You know, but we're like, oh no, we're gonna go for it. And and I felt and I was so busy with you know trying to put the, putting things up together with the, with the with the production that I, I I wasn't I couldn't understand the buzz that was happening in the first night. And that's actually my last. It's funny that your highlight is the last moment of the festival. My highlight is the first day. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the, the, I, I have no expectation of what's coming. No expectation, you know, because anyways, I, I just focused on delivering and opening and making sure there is music on time everywhere. And, uh, and, and, and the first day of the festival last year, Wednesday, was like the Saturday we always wish we had. Um. So that's how it started. And I was like sitting down with my family about two months or two months and a half before the festival happened. And we're still in pandemic. And we sat me down there like, Julian, you know, we see you working so hard on this. And, um, and you know, we we're, we're concerned about you being deceived or sad or, you know, if, but, you know, you have to start putting in your mind that there won't be a festival this year. And I looked at everyone and I said, well, it's kind of time for you guys to put in your mind that it's going to be the best festival we've never had. We've ever had. <laughs> and there was. <laughs> and, there, and it was. So great, super grateful for it. I'm grateful for, uh, for people like Olivia to be part of it. People like Driss, uh, the booker, to be part of it. And also to have my sister, to, uh, uh, Christelle, you know on our side and, 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 and Clara and Victor and, 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 and so many other amazing uh, people that we work with, um, you know, a shout out to all of the teams that we've been collaborating with the festival. No one, no one can, can say, uh, uh, oh, we, I do a festival. It's, it's the biggest lie ever. No one can do it without a proper team. And I'm really proud of that. Like when Julian talks about the team, literally, I just I start getting goosebumps because there isn't a day I wake up where I don't feel so grateful and excited to actually start work because I like the people that I work with. And we even message each other randomly. Oh, I love you. Can't wait to see you. I miss you. Things are good when it's stressful. And, you know, Julian even knows there was stressful time. He sends me this amazing message and just puts everything into perspective. And it's like, oh, yeah. Okay, everything's good, you know. So we, we have each other's backs pretty much on everything, and um, you know, he was saying that he feels it not just on the island, but he feels it everywhere. I, I do a lot of more in-house office computer planning, yeah. organizing. My emails are blowing up, so I know something's going on. It, it just I can't keep up with how many people are emailing partnerships. Uh, we want to do something. Yeah, we want to come in. We want to influence. Like. I, I literally maybe two, 300 emails a day of just nonstop wow. things happening um, and meetings. It's, everybody woke up. You know? um, so the lineup dropped and Julian can attest to this. It's just like insane. So um, yeah, it's, uh, it's grown a lot. Uh, but you're all so excited to be together as well. If you're kind of some of you are working remotely or being together and actually being on site, must be very exciting times for you all. Well, I was excited to see her on Zoom because you know I feel like we have a we have a cloud based relationship. Where, you know, it's, it's quite futuristic. You know, but, uh, but when we're together, Julian, come on, come on, we make up for it. Good times. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good times and good times and bad times because you know festivals you have to have really big nerves 
And yes. uh, when, pan- when when we dis- when we did the festival, anyways, uh, the pandemic hit in North America on the day we kicked things off. It was very panicking, and we were all very, you know, worried. Well, the, pa- the pandemic going. kicked off the day that you guys started. Yeah. yeah. Oh. The, the official date, March 11th. No. You wanna, okay, so most memorable moments? That would be one. That one. Really like the first day of the festival? Is that really the one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, imagine spending a year planning every single moment of a festival, all of the changes. No, the I can't. And every day hearing that in France, you know, capacities are dropping, all of, all of this news, and you're a day after so it comes to you after you're like so you're anticipating it and you have to make makeshift and um I, I don't think I've ever been so sick in my stomach um yet oddly enjoying the moment because it's exciting there's a challenge but um I, I do remember on the Saturday we were doing the villa party and we had a presidential moment Julian I don't know if you remember this but we're sitting inside at the villa party doing interviews with press and it's me Julian a couple of other people and as we're answering somebody comes and just whispers in our ear and I'm like thank you very much um we will have to ask you to leave the interviews are over and we appreciate it thank you please please remain calm yeah we had a lot of I mean, we've had adventures like I need a I need a cigar boat now, you know. And we're like, we're like, I'm, I'm, we're, we're like on the cigar boat, like braving the ocean at night to get to, to go save to go save the party. And now I, I was like, uh, I, I was with uh, with Clara at that time. I'm like, I really hope next year we can pull the helicopter card. <laughs> but it feels like an awesome mission. But you know, to to talk about less fun things. Uh, yeah, the, the 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 pandemic was like, but imagine being stuck in a in a literally in an organizer's nightmare, you know. And at that time, was one of our one of our founding members, uh, Nick DeCosimo, was with us. No? And uh, Nick DeCosimo uh, has quite a lot of, uh, of of media experience. You know, he's been uh, working with us since the beginning, and that that has been quite quite of an important card for the festival because. Mm. Got positioned really quick as like a, a, a uh, like a like an important event, and that's because you know there was quite a lot of work done in, in on the media side of things. So, um, and and obviously, who says media says crisis management. So uh, there was a, we had a, we still had some experienced people to be able to say okay. So how do we communicate this? How do we keep people calm? And I remember Nick had had played a a big a big um, a big. Um, a big role in communicating and calmly and but what was crazy was that despite it was the end of the world despite we didn't know if everyone was gonna die we all remained calm and there was still a couple high fives and we you know we 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 remained calm which is which is quite amazing i was really really proud of us wow you guys have gone through a hurricane and a global pandemic since you started yeah, and also, and also, we pulled off a festival that no one, no one, no one has been able to pull. To be honest, we're, when you look at the fire festival situation, you're like, mm. it's quite pathetic because how did they get so famous for not doing it? And that, you know, we've been doing this. You know, how do you think we filmed the first teaser? Like, I had mo- we had models on the beach. We were drinking too, having fun. Like the the sometimes I look at it and I'm like, okay, like 
you know, it's crazy how, you know, the similarities on both projects, although like, you know, I'm going to abstract saying something negative about, about, about that. But my point is that no, no matter what, what they did, we did, we did it and we pulled it off and whatever we promised was delivered. And we have exactly. the dope villas. We have the dope chef, French chefs, Michelin star style on the beach. We have everything, everything that we have. And, and at this point, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy that we're, it's, it's not recognized like as hard as something that failed, but that's another story. Let's talk about this edition this year uh, happening between the 8th and the 12th of March. Tell us a little bit about the lineup and what this edition has to offer. So um, for us, all DJs are big, uh, you know, it's like, we don't, for sure there's uh, others that deserve, you know, that, that made it bigger. But I think like, you know, the way we, we actually build our lineup, they just have to, make sense mu really make sense musically it's not because the dj is more popular than another one that he should necessarily close the night if his music is 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 is, is a, a bit less intense we'll still put someone more intense after him you understand what i mean like we mm. we do the program like a dj would would build the set if that makes sense yeah so we dj djs <laughs> at the end of <laughs> that's, how we, that's how we see it and we try to make um a, a storyline from the first day to Sunday mm. to build the intensity of everything. So music, lights, production, everything. It starts Wednesday and there's a super crescendo to, to, to the closing. And this is why, I mean, I, you shouldn't miss a minute of it. Cause honestly, it's the whole thing is, 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 is awesome. And I, I hate the fact that I have to be in an office sometimes and I can't get to, to the, to the main grounds like as early as I is, I want to enjoy it myself. I'm jealous of everyone that comes to the <laughs> enjoy it. <sighs> so we have um, Black Coffee is going to be announced. Yeah, well, it is announced Black Coffee. We have Black, black Coffee. coffee. We have black coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no sugar, no milk. Um, <laughs> yeah, they weren't available. <laughs> 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 nice that's a good one <laughs> um, um, I'm sure I'm sure we laugh like it's the first time that joke's been done like I know like is there <laughs> oh, that's just a good, good one though <laughs> oh my god okay uh, we have uh, local dice mm -hmm. yeah. uh, parallel Sean Doran Paolo Rocco Natalia Roth uh, Maga as well uh, Kadosh Emmanuel Satz is coming back. DJ Jean-Pierre. I mean, I've known this guy forever. You know, he's such a, such a sweetheart. Such, such a, a sweetheart. Such a passionate dude. And, he's so sweet. Ah, crazy. <laughs> I've known him since the like early 2000s. So I'm really actually, you know, sometimes it's like, um, it's like feels full circles and that's when I appreciate it. And I'm, 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 I'm really excited for him to come. I know he's going to be, uh, I'm really super happy too. Um, and, and Arika, Ameme, Apollonia, Archie Hamilton, Asaf Samuel, um, DJ Tennis, Carlita, uh, Audio Fly, Black Coffee, Camel Fat, Chaim, Dear Jade, Demi Requisimo. If you don't know that guy, check him out. Crazy production, super dope. Uh, of course, our favorite doctor, Doc Martin. Doc um, Martin, love him. Great guy. 
the best. Uh, Dove Fire Ali, who, you know, he's played for us so many times and that he's like, you know, big brother to us. We're always uh, so happy to have him. Uh, Emmanuel Satsi, uh, Francesca Lombardo, that haven't been able to be with us because she was pregnant for a couple mm -hmm. of years. So now, so now she's back. So excited to, to welcome her back with us. Uh, Jean on Earth, uh, Gordo, who, who's been, you know, uh, coming uh, since 2000, uh, 19 yeah so uh so that's great to, to 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 have him back as well he brings in a lot of good energy and he's going to do a showcase this year um uh, jean-pierre we just spoke about genia tarso uh which literally had his first international gig at our festival our friend Heim was like i need to come with genia like uh, uh you know i don't know he's like no like he really pushed for it like okay and then you know we fell in love with him and he, they, they had their first back-to-backs on the beach stage and since then uh. it's been the thing um after this we have Kostat uh, Sibold, uh who last year literally came and almost burnt everything down and then left with a smile it was like okay can, can you, okay you proved your point <laughs> we're good we're, we're good okay. Uh, then obviously local dice, uh, uh, Maga, Maher Daniel, Marco Carolla, Mita Gani, uh, the new sensation, Moshak. Moshak, <laughs> yes. That'll be funky and Moody Jones. Um, uh, Miss Mada from Space, you know, super great DJ. Mm -hmm. DJ that, that girl. Um, Paolo Rocco, Montreal, represent. Parallel, of course, which is nice. Um, I have a lot of really good new music. Uh, Paso Doble, um, incredible artist as well, impeccable uh, everything. Very much of a... He's got it down to a science. It's really fun to, 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 to hear. Uh, Raresh, Rossi. Finally, we get Rodriguez Jr. We've been wanting him for a long time. He's coming nice. live. Nice. Um, and Sean Doran, of course. The mystic sis will be with us, sis. And we also have a super cool uh, um, uh, documentary that, that we shot with sis, like uh, ah, that is coming cool. out. Yeah, to put a little light on the artist. It's an artist that had never done an interview in 15 years. He's never done wow. wow, I bet there's some great content in there. Yeah, and surprising stuff too. Things that when you know it's fun to get personal with artists you know you get to understand them and their music yeah. better especially uh, if they don't do interviews i love that first time mm -hmm. ever it was your first interview it showed sonia munir you know lord wow and Tony, why not? And Yoko is back. So that's phase one and two. We still have big surprises. But, you know, we've been trying to make people understand that they just need to trust us. Just trust us. Stop asking questions. It's going to be great. Trust us. Wow. Stop. Even uh, it's going to be absolutely amazing. That is a really special lineup. I'm sure with everything mixed together, the place, the production, the vibes that you guys give, the whole family thing together and all of that music, it's going to be fantastic. Thank exciting you. times ahead. Very exciting times ahead. Just to finish off, would you guys do a quick round of 
quick fire questions. Ladies okay? first. <laughs> oh no, I want Julian to do it so I know the questions first. <laughs> well, okay, no. How about I say the question and you both just answer at the t- same time and then just let's see what's answered. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> it works. <laughs> All right, ready? Sunrise or sunset sets? Sunset. Mm. Oh yeah. I don't know. I love I both know. equally. I love both equally. I can't say. But 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 yeah, I love both equally. But right. and for very different reasons. Okay. Yeah. Best hangover cure. More alcohol. Wanted- <laughs> okay, mine mine's terrible. <laughs> you would think, you would think mine mine is kind of gross to some people. Um uh, <laughs> a glass of Coca-Cola with ice on an empty stomach the morning after i feel great after wow i agree with you there and a slice of lemon i'm yes. with you on that one and i'm good I'm good but so julian yeah. what you said if you have a cold beer with a hangover that is actually really good I you know i learned that here undeniably is be be brave and jump in the water in the sea it really helps that's the really real thing that really cures it um, yeah okay you can have That's a coke good. after if you enjoy a coke. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the last thing that you Googled. Oh, Lord. <laughs> it's the last Googled. I have to see. I don't know. Oh, uh, for me, it was uh, sorry, LED lights. <laughs> LED lights. Okay. Oh, <laughs> we know what you're working on. Yeah, exactly. And for me, it for sure was something to do with flights and uh, <laughs> where. <laughs> where. <laughs> and ask me that Sunday morning. <laughs> the DJ with the best dance moves is? Mr. G. We all know that. No, Julian Prince. <laughs> do you have dance moves julian prince i don't know it depends when i'm in the mood my butt goes in all directions i can't control it <laughs> <laughs> ah! tiring it's very tiring and my final question because the podcast is called can you put me on guest list do you have a guest list rule this is a very touchy question for the new world in 2022. Everything gotten so expensive that, you know, I, I believe that everyone should chip in for a party if they want the party to keep on, uh, to keep on existing. Like festivals are cultural events. They're not, they're not like, you know, okay, there's Coachella and there's big events like that, but for small boutique events, they're really made of passion and they're there. And, and it's not, it's not, it's not something that's like, made for economic uh, reasons so i feel that the, the the real flex is to pay full price for your ticket that's the real flex honor this but it seems that people have always a, best, a need of status and oh i got in on the guest list you know the guest list is not cool anymore okay the cool thing is to pay and to be proud to contribute for this to keep on happening now for sure there's you know industry guests wives things that are sponsors media it's normal because that's part of the industry but in general i mean you got to be proud to be to contribute to something great and it gives value to people who work hard in this industry who risk so much to entertain you and you know yeah i think it's something to honor more than anything i love that answer brilliant answer 
And I couldn't agree with you more. It's the cool thing now is to pay. It's not to say I'm coming on the guest list. Um, yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I mean, to, to be honest, there's if you know the organizers, there's always a little extra attention we we can do for 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 the friends and everything. But my my friends, you know, are always happy to support, and I and I and I respect that. And with I don't know, anyways, long. Yeah. I get you. I don't want to hurt you. anyone here. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. no. I get hurt you. your feelings. It was not my intention. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia, do you have a guest list rule? Um, I'm I'm lucky that all of my friends actually just say, "Hey, what's the best ticket I should buy? Do you have a promo code or something like that?" Um, otherwise, it, it's really difficult, you know. But we're good friends. But come on, I, I'm. I think we've set the tone, especially over the past few years of these are the ticket prices. And um, I think some people have this notion of, but it costs you nothing to give away mm. a free ticket. Um, there, There is a cost. There's, there, We put a lot of time and there's a lot of investment to make it happen. So there are costs. And um, I, I just, I feel also we're surrounded with a lot of people who get that. And then let's say the people who maybe aren't close to us and see it a different way. Well, it's a lot easier to say no to those people because I don't really know you, right? Absolutely. <laughs> well, let's, Absolutely. let's just say as well that, you know, the festival, it's like to come for five days is is about the price of one Tulum party. Like, you know, we're not that, yeah. we're not expensive. So why, you know, to get five days of program and there's pre and after parties, it's literally almost eight or nine days of partying for 350 bucks. I mean, mm. you know, even VIP is around six six fifty maximum seven hundred. I mean, it, it literally like it's it, it, it's not it's not a ticket that's uh, that's outrageously expensive for what we offer in return. So I think yeah, it's, yeah, it's easy. Julian, Olivia, thank you so so much for this lovely hour. It's been so great to chat with you both. I'm so excited for you both. Everything you've been saying, I've just been picturing it all in my head. You're gonna have the best time, and hopefully, I can be there too. Well, maybe we'll get you guestless. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you're in the street and maybe this is fine. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. <laughs> maybe there's no rules for guestless. It just some things make sense and some others don't, like everything else in the world. Oh. I'll send you over my name later on an email. Put in the last name of your plus one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, I have a lot of carrot juice to drink and, and stuff. Hangover cure. Carrot juice. There you go. <laughs> and ginger. And ginger. Carrot I thank ginger. you for, for your interest in, in our little in our little big project. No. Please. Thank you guys for everything that you do, for spending this time with me also. And I will see you soon. You soon. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. Bye.